All right, welcome in. It is Super Bowl week. Bonus episode of the Hot Grits podcast. We are going to preview Bengals versus Rams, Super Bowl 56. I'm Travis Jadon. With me, as always, Spencer Maddox. And today, a special guest, uh, the world's probably most notorious Bengals fan and my younger brother, Michael Jadon, a.k.a. Big D's, a diehard Bengals fan and also likely the only Bengals fan that you or I know. Um, so we're, we told him that if the Bengals make the Super Bowl, we'll have him on. So that's what we're doing. Spencer, before we let this clown talk, do you want to set the stage at all? What do you think, dude? You yeah, hold on, dude. This? Hold on, dude. What do you mean he's the only Bengals fan we know? Are we just going to act like I haven't always been a Cincinnati Bengals fan? Yeah. You're going to act like one half of this podcast isn't Ohio strong? Oh, my God, dude. You're really going to lean into it, aren't you? I mean, yeah, dude. I, I don't have to lean into anything. My fandom is legitimate, and it always has been. These back me up here. Let's be serious here for a second, Spencer. There's only one Bengals fan in the city of Savannah. That's Michael Jadon. I mean, I've always kind of believed in aliens. I don't know if I believe in flying saucers. You might as well just walk up to Cupid while he's on his lunch break, you know, cranking heat or something. Yeah. Right in the face. Punch a little baby right in. We'll see that. We're almost uh, three minutes into our sports podcast and yet to bring up not one sport. Are we a podcast that calls this Cincinnati football team the Bengals or the Bengals? It's the Bengals. It's not really that hard. B E N G A L S. Bengals. Yeah, not we know Bengals. How to spell it. <laughs> not Bengals. We know how to spell it. All right, you tell us, Michael, though, as a Cincinnati fan, you're plugged into the fan base. What do most pe- <laughs> Is this a conversation that's happening in the fan base? Do some Bengals fans call them Bengals? Absolutely not. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. And anybody that doesn't follow the team always refers to the Bengals. So that's how you can tell. That's the giveaway. Is this guy a real Cincinnati man or not? Does he call them? Like if a guy's like, oh, I'm a Cincinnati football fan. And then he calls them the Bengals. You're like, this guy's a fake. Absolutely. So Spencer's a fake. A little bingo, bingo action. Ergo facto, Spencer's a fake Bengals fan i'm going Bengals from here on out it's Bengals. Bengals by a million dude all right d's Bengals just sounds stupid tell us how you became a, a Bengals fan dude i know you get this question all the time because you're from savannah uh you weren't raised in a Bengals household i know the story of how you became a cincinnati fan tell the people why you originally became a cincinnati fan so I'll take y'all back a little bit. Uh, University of Georgia, David Pollock, uh, number 47 at Georgia, the favorite player at the time of my childhood, uh, who I followed at Georgia with uh, my father being a season ticket holder, taking us to all the games. By far my favorite player at Georgia. At the time, because our family grew up a college football household and not an NFL household, uh, I did not have an NFL team I rooted for it. I didn't watch NFL at all. And so he got drafted by the Bengals. My father says to this day, once you pick a team, you stick with that team. 
And so I, I took his words pretty clearly. And uh, sadly, I, I you know picked a rough organization for many of years to follow. Okay, so to be clear, a man that never played a game for the Bengals, is that right? Did David Pollock never play? Didn't he break his back in training camp? That's the reason you're a Bengals fan. Let's do your research a little bit more before you say that. He actually got hurt versus the Cleveland Browns, his first game he ever played. Uh, Preseason. Fractured a vertebrae or something like that in his neck. Therefore, they told him if he came back and played, he could possibly paralyze himself. Dees, you're a big do-your-own-research guy, right? You're big do-your-own-research Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Huge, a.k.a. do a Google search. So never did you think, hey, shit, this might be a bad omen. The guy, the reason I picked this team, just literally broke his back. Game one, first game. You didn't decide then, like, hey, I could still get out of this. Yeah, no, not at the age of eight or nine. No, I, it, by no means was that the first thought because Odell Thurman came out that same year from the University of Georgia, both of them in the same class. And so absolutely not. Two Georgia players had to go with them. Okay, well, that was that was obviously a mistake. Uh, mistake number one in your fandom. Plenty more to come, obviously. Um, all right, so you went – Spencer and I talked about this a couple podcasts ago. You went to – like your fourth or fifth Bengals game ever this year, first round against the Las Vegas Raiders. Did you or did you not bring the whistle, the now infamous whistle, with you to that game? Absolutely. That was absolutely. And you're ready to admit that now? Yes, full force. That was me in the back of the end zone, section 33, seat 13. That was me. Thirty-three, thirteen. That was the seat. Correct. Section? Correct. Sounds like a sounds like a score prediction. Let's talk about Coach's Corner for a second. Coach's Corner in Savannah is the number one sports bar in the nine one two. We're the number one sports podcast, and they're the number one sports bar, so it's a perfect match. Visit them online at coaches.net or thirty sixteen East Victory Drive. Also find them on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram. Make sure when you go, you tell them the Hot Grits podcast sent you. Check out Rubbin' and Grubbin' today. That's the NASCAR podcast on the Coach's Corner Sports Network, live on YouTube and the Coach's Corner Facebook channel. Give us a prediction. For the Super Bowl, properly, give us Rams score, Bengals score. Cincinnati Bengals, 33. Los Angeles Rams, 27. 33-27. Mark it down, Spencer. High-scoring game. High-scoring game against that really, really, really good Rams front. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go if we're doing predictions now. Well, I'm going to wait bad. for mine, I didn't mine, mean to hijack dude. the podcast. No, no, no. I'm going to wait? wait for mine, dude. But you can give yours at any time. But I'm going to wait because I'm not convinced yet. I'm going to decide by the end of this podcast. All right. I'm going 24-21 Bengals. Um, I think it's relatively low scoring until the fourth quarter uh, when things open up a little bit. That's that's my full prediction. 
wow. based on literally nothing, based on literally nothing, but, uh, just, you know, I've been feeling this one out, dude. Just, I've been in my bedding, my bedding cave. I placed a few wagers. I took Bengals money line. I like that. I took an alternate line Bengals. I think, I think that one's two and a half. I don't have it because I've, uh, I've got you guys pulled up on my phone and not my, my bet slips, but I'm heavy into the Bengals on this one, dude. Um, all right, D's, I'm going to ask you about some storylines for your beloved Bengals versus the Rams. Uh, Storyline number one, Matt Stafford's wife beat cancer, um, I think. I didn't do my research on this, but it was some sort of a disease. Have any of the Bengals players' wives beat any diseases of late? Ooh, Devin Still back in the day, Leah Still was our last um, person to beat cancer, I guess. Former defensive <laughs> tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals that was on the ESPYs. Leah Still was our last um, person to beat cancer. But props to uh, Matthew Stafford's wife, former Georgia cheerleader, actually. Wow. She Gotta love many, it, dude. Uh, S- she won as many SEC titles and national titles as Matt Stafford, the chosen one. Dude, D's just out-researched you, bro. You had what all else day is to, new, bro? Yeah, you had all day to plan that question, and you came with it, and he, he hits you with more than you were ready for. He hit me with a former player, bro. That guy's not yeah. even on the roster. I know. No, I'm no, leaning Rams that. right now. I'm leaning Rams. I'm leaning not, Rams right now. Not that. He knew more about Matt Stafford's wife than you did. Come on. The question was about her Fair. wife. His wife, you know what I mean? That's all I'm well, screaming. Shit, Spencer, should I back it up? Should we start again? No, no, no. no. My confidence is low right now. <laughs> I got like 10 more questions. Michael, would you trade a guaranteed Super Bowl win on Sunday versus the Rams if I told you that Joe Burrow, not the Bengals, not Cincinnati, but Joe Burrow would never win another Super Bowl? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. That's an easy question for for Cincinnati Bengals fan. But absolutely, yeah, I, I, I would take that bet. Ten out of ten. I've heard. I've heard. Well, Spencer, you chime in. Joe Burrow over under one more Super Bowl appearance after this rest of his career. Oh, uh, history does not look good on this one. Um, I would say. Under, just speaking historically, but I mean, I, I don't doubt Joe Burrow in the slightest. Um, just uh, this Bengals, 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 Bingo, Bingo, Bongo. Yeah, yeah. This Bengals yeah. team has made a hell of a run. Um, so I'm not sure. Like this has been a, this has been a little bit of a storybook run. Um, I'm not sure how repeatable this is. Um, if I were a Bengals fan, and I am, I would take the guaranteed win for sure. You sort of have to, but it's interesting because it's not like like the Bengals haven't won in, in forever uh, since like 1842, I think. And <laughs> it's not like they're, but it's not like their quarterbacks on his way out. Like they're on their way up. Yeah. They got there before anyone expected them to. But it does feel a little like almost like the Braves in a sense. Like now that you're finally there. This this legitimately may not ever come again, and so even though they're not expected to win and they're not favored, it feels like they had better take advantage of this kind of a run. There's been plenty of uh, teams, especially in the AFC, and granted, Tom Brady played in that conference for a long time, so uh, the numbers might be a little skewed. But there's been plenty of teams and plenty of great quarterbacks that have flamed out in the AFC Championship, and that's the peak. 
You know what I mean? Um, like really good quarterbacks. So I think if you're a Bengals fan, Bengals fan, you take the automatic dub um, in this crazy hypothetical question you posed to me, and then you move on. I, I kind of I, I'm trying to relate it to me being a Hawks fan, and I feel like the situations are kind of similar. You know what I mean? Like we've always I sucked. a professional basketball franchise. Yeah, you're right. We're back to boycotting. They've always we've always sucked. So uh, if if I could get just one, and then Trey Young never get another one, I would definitely take that. But that's just me. Yeah, it seems about right. Spencer always bringing back the Hawks into something when we're talking about the NFL. But uh, the Atlanta professional basketball franchise. Yeah, uh, my apologies. Yeah, Atlanta professional basketball franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started to call them the Hawks again, and they started losing again. So we're back to Atlanta professional basketballs. To go back on our question, as long as Cincinnati has Joe Burrow, obviously they're going to now be in the hunt for at least playoffs and and, and division titles now. But when Cincinnati's been through the uh, hardships that this fan base has, that's a uh, that's a pretty easy question to answer. You take that Super Bowl that you can get now, and you don't worry about what happens. I love it, Michael. Pragmatic. How in the hell? How how in the hell are they going to? How how are the Bengals going to stop? The Bengals now the thirty first ranked pass blocking offense versus the number one ranked pass rushing defense. How are you going to spin zone this into being an advantage for the Bengals? Because I know, I'm looking at your face right now, I know that you think you guys are going to be able to block Aaron Donald, you're going to be able to get quick passes. I can see it in your face right now that you believe that. How have you come to that conclusion? Like, Do you really think you guys are going to be able to block the number one pass defense in football? That's what I can't get my head around. There it is. There it is. The million-dollar question that I was just waiting. I was just pondering over here for somebody to ask it. How does the Bengals' offensive line block? The same question we got back during the draft time with the Panay jamar Chase thing. How do you protect Joe Burrow? Well, let's see. I don't know. Uh, T.J. Watt has came through Cincinnati this year. Both Bosa brothers have came through Cincinnati this year. Miles Garrett has came through Cincinnati this year. So, it's not the first rodeo. Aaron Donald's obviously the best player in the game. You can't let him dictate the game, in my opinion. Um, I, you do what everyone else does. You, you keep somebody in to you know, chip them, and you double team them the entire game, and hopefully you take your you know, lumps against Von Miller and Leonard Floyds of the world. If those guys beat you, then I think you tip your cap. But Aaron Donald coming into this game on record – would not be the reason the Rams win this game. That's 100%. Okay, well, spin zone, that was an interesting way to spin it. Great stall tactic, by the way, when someone asks you a question, just repeat the question slowly for like 30 seconds so you can formulate your answer, and that's a great veteran move. I appreciate that out of you. Uh, I would say this, the Bengals have played three, count them, three top 10 pass rushes in the NFL all season. Vegas, Cleveland, Kansas City. Now, obviously, they beat Kansas City and Vegas in the playoffs already, but it's not like their schedule has been loaded with great pass-rushing teams. Yeah, I'll just say I disagree with you. T.J. Watt might be the best pass-rusher in the entire NFL, and they went up against him twice, followed by Miles Garrett twice. Now, Cleveland did sweep Cincinnati this year, but coming with one of the wins coming against a uh, Brandon Allen and Samaje Piran led team that week in week 17 when the game had absolutely 
nothing to do with, uh, you know, the playoff scenarios whatsoever. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to say I disagree with you. I, I think they've had multiple pass rushers. Also, let's kind of take it back maybe two weeks ago. Joe Burrow got sacked nine times. But if you remember, that score was 19 to 16. Cincinnati came out on top once again. So, Spencer, you can chime in here. The, the reason the Bengals beat the Titans is because Ryan Tannehill turned it over 1,000 times and the Titans turned it over 1,000 times. That's the reason. So I would grant you, okay, fine. But that means the Bengals are going to have to turn over Matt Stafford and they're going to have to turn over the Rams a thousand times. Spencer, do you think do you like do you think the Bengals are going to be able to block? Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to block. I don't think they're going to be able to really slow them down. I think they could scheme around it. I think they can get the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands quickly. I think you can try and run some play action stuff. You know what I mean? Keep them on their heels a little bit. Um, but no, I don't, I, I think they're in for a hell of a day. Um, I, I don't think they're going to be, I don't think it's just going to be Joe Burrow standing up statuesque. Uh, we saw last week that if the pocket does collapse on Joe Burrow, he can get up the field with his legs. Like he's not afraid to do that. And I think that'll yeah. be, that'll be a major, major point. Um, if, if they, if they manage to get positive yards out of Joe Burrow, I think it could end up being the deciding factor because I, Obviously, this team can put up points to like to win the game. Put up enough points to win the game. I don't think anybody doubts that. Um, and they were never out of it last week when they were down by like almost three touchdowns, I think. So, no, I don't. I, I don't think they're they're gonna have be able to like just like flat out block these guys. And if that's their game plan, it's gonna be a bad one. Um, but I I do think there's some stuff yeah. they can do to get around that. I don't think it's a death sentence by any means. To go on turning this team over, uh, the quarterback of this team, the same Detroit Lions former quarterback, Matthew Stafford, also has 17 interceptions this year. Uh, if you compare that to some of the other quarterbacks, I believe uh, uh, stat check me here, uh, Trav and Spencer, but I, I believe Ryan Tannehill, the same guy that gets burnt all the time for, for being someone that throws multiple interceptions, has 15 this year. So Stafford has thrown two more than them. So, yeah, I, I definitely believe uh, the Bengals secondary can force a couple of turnovers. I don't think that's that far-fetched. Who is the best player in the game not named Joe Burrow, not named Matt Stafford? And this is sort of a trick question, I guess. Who's the best player you guys think? Or I'll go first and then, Spencer, you can it's, go. For me, it's I think it's Cooper Cup. I think it's Cooper Cup, and I think that – like, if I'm going to make a bit of a prediction here, I think that Cooper Cup has more receiving yards and a bigger Aaron impact Donald. than Jamar Chase. It's clearly Aaron Donald. Are we just talking offense? No, I mean, like, who's going to have the biggest, like, who's going to have the biggest game outside of the quarterbacks? I think it's Damn. Cooper Cup, man, because all the attention is going to go to Jamar Chase and, like, how they're going to, how the Bengals' pass offense is going to go. But, like, if the question is who's going to stop Jamar Chase – that answer might be Jalen Ramsey, but if the question is who's going to stop Cooper Cup, that answer is who the fuck knows. I I think Aaron Donald's the best player on the field. Period. Uh, I, I think he's arguably the best player in the NFL um, in terms of impact. Yeah, I think you're right. Cooper Cup would be right up there uh, just because of his position and the way he plays the game. Like he's kind of a possession receiver. 
but also can go over the top. Obviously, like he's burnt people. Um, I'm struggling to come up yeah. with somebody that would that would impact the game. I, Odell Beckham, maybe. I, there's there's a bunch of really good offensive players in this uh, in this game, especially the way Odell's played this playoffs. Man, I don't know. Well, Dees, I see you looking with a weird face, but I, I I kind of get where Spencer's coming from in that. Obviously, all the focus is going to be on Cup and Chase. It might be on whoever's secondary receivers has a better game. And then you're talking about Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins versus Odell Beckham. I think that's a pretty even comparison. Yeah, I think so. I I, I think our number one corner, though, Chidobia Wuzier, will follow Odell, Odell Beckham most of the game. So I, I think Odell is meaningless in this football game, really. I, I think you have to stop him. Cooper Cup's going to get his, and, and Mike Hilton will have that matchup. But to go back home, the best player in this game, I think it's pretty obvious. I think Aaron Donald by far. I think Aaron Donald, though, is But also, didn't you say that Aaron Donald's not going to have any impact in the game? How could you say that? No, I did not say that. We'll replay the tapes after. Uh, you said he's not going to – he won't be the reason the Rams win. Correct. That is what I said. He won't be the reason the Rams win. I think that's He's, two that's his totally prediction. different things. Interesting take there, uh, Dees. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting take. Uh, let's change it up, Dees. You're going to the Super Bowl, kind of? What are your plans? How are you going to watch the Super Bowl? Uh, I can't believe you're doing this, but I need you to explain this to the public here. I will be watching the Super Bowl at the Holy Grail, which is the Cincinnati Bengals bar in downtown Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, I fly out Saturday morning to Cincinnati, staying Saturday, Sunday, and bringing back a Super Bowl hat and maybe some merchandise with me on Monday back to Savannah. But yes, I am going to Cincinnati. You're a legend. I tried... I, I, I tried to start you the. He's you're a to legend, for the dude. Super Bowl in Los you're Angeles? a legend. You know, I tried to start the GoFundMe. I tried to start the GoFundMe, but it just wasn't quite enough for that seven grand no ticket that that Super way. Bowl ticket was going for. How did I not know about this, dude? That is so awesome, and it's so totally something I would do. I, dude, I co-sign this. I'm down. I might come with you. I can't believe he's flying to Cincinnati oh for the second time in three weeks. God. <laughs> Let's get it, baby. What a guy. All right, Dees. I don't know how much more we have for you. Did you want to? You got any other things you want to get off your chest? This is your last chance, dude. Yeah, let's let's address it for a minute. Let's take our memories back just for a second, back to the draft days of the Panay Sewell and the Jamar Chase days. The same guys that told us, take Panay Sewell. There's a right choice and there's a wrong choice. Take Panay Sewell. Take Panay Sewell. You have to t- protect Joe Burrell. Damn. Now that we look at it, Jamar Chase is the NFL Rookie of the Year and has had more receiving yards now then let's count them out loud one two three four and three of them probably being call of famers jamar chase has more yards in his rookie season than each of these two receivers had in their first two seasons terrell owens in 36 games had 1600 yards Demonte adams in 32 games had 1100 yards antonio brown this one for mikey memory in pittsburgh 29 games 1400 yards and Chad Johnson, the former Bengal great, 28 games for 1,400 yards. Jamar Chase, you ask, 
20 games, 1,700 yards. There's a right choice, and then there was a wrong choice, and Cincinnati actually, for once, made the right choice. Stay safe, wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace.